Hello, everybody. Welcome to exciting episode 20 here at the YYC Real Estate Show. Very excited to have a fellow colleague and another real estate agent here in YYC and Southern Alberta for that matter, Courtney Hodgson. Thank you very much. We'll get to know Courtney in a moment here, but of course we will give everyone your weekly update on what's been happening in town. So Sebastian will give us the weekly recap of the real estate stats. Okay, so total sales, 647. We're actually down in sales, right, from last week? Yeah, it was always in the seven and eight hundreds yeah. the last month, month and a half. So that, that includes detached is 296, attached is 46, townhouses is 120, condos 204, full duplexes zero this week. Uh, total live listings is 2,672, so right about the same. So still a strong uh, yeah. seller's market, low inventory, 2,600. Yeah. Total pending listings, 814. And uh, for the highest sales, we got... 2,548,000 in one day in St. Andrews, Northwest. Northwest, yeah. And um, yeah, so we got the next, the number two is at $2,025,000 for detached in Springbank. And the lowest sales is $108,000 in the Beltline and $145,000 in Greenview Northeast. Do you want to tell us about uh, the current interest rates? Yeah, so, well, the current interest rates are at 5%, but if you're looking for a mortgage at a five-year term, you can get 5.19%, and then three-year, 5.74%, and then two-year, 6.14%. Mm. Nice. nice. So it takes time for interest rate hikes to kind of reflect in our market and in the transactions and sales. Four quarters, doesn't it? They say it takes four to five quarters, so that's quite a bit of time. So for us here in this room, all fellow agents, we should still be hopefully fairly busy the rest of this year. Um, I just want to touch base since it's the first episode of a new month. So we always like to recap what happened in July. Yep. So in July, Calgary home prices reached new heights. Um, we saw the seventh consecutive monthly gain. Uh, rising rates had little impact like we just talked about on sales this month. And um, so it was 2,647 sales represented year over year gain of 18%. Now, despite recent gains, year to date sales have declined by 19%. But again, that's comparing to the anomalies of the last yeah, two years, right? Sure. So continued migration to this province, sorry, province, along with our uh, relative affordability has obviously supported the stronger demand for housing, despite these higher living rates. Um, some fun stuff. So actually, sorry, before I get into the fun stuff, in July, the unadjusted benchmark price for a detached home is 567,700, 567,700. So that's up. That's up. So that's marking the seventh consecutive monthly gain. So prices are now over 4% higher than the previous peak in 2022 May. Wow. wow. So still, still heavy. Still Alberta, still hot. hot. No kidding. So some cool stuff. Now we're into August. So I'll quickly tell everyone out there, my fellow YYCers out there, the festivals that are coming and what you want to maybe attend if you're interested in August. So August 3rd to 6th at the Shaw Millennium Park, there's the Calgary International Blues Festival. Uh, there's also the Great Outdoors Comedy Festival in Princess Island Park, August 25th to 27th. And for food lovers, there's Taste of Calgary, August 3rd to 7th in the Calgary parking lot, 311 8th Street Southwest. Uh, for culture and arts and stuff, there's the Bump Festival, August 5th to 26th, runs almost the whole month. Um, there's the India Fest at the Westin Calgary Airport, August 7th. Japanese Festival, August 11th to 13th at the Max Bell. Franco Festival, Olympic Plaza, August 12th. Uh, the Arab Festival, August 12th to 13th in the Shaw Millennium Park. And Mardi Gras, 
August 13th nice. in Marta Loop, 3rd Ave, between 18th and 22nd Street. And Global Fest, that's a, I've gone to Global Fest before. I've taken my family. It's actually really fun. That's the International Fireworks Festival. Mm-hmm. Cool. Hmm. So that's happening as it always it's does. One of the best fireworks in the world. Apparently. Yeah, it, it is. Wow. Yeah, in Canada actually. Wow, other yeah. yeah, I've never hmm. been. And it's amazing. They do it over the a body of water. And yeah. You sit on one side, and they let them go on the other side of the body yeah, of water. It's, it's an amazing event. So wow. that happens August seventeenth to the twenty sixth at Elliston Park, eighteen twenty seven sixty eight Street South Southeast. Okay. And uh, it, it happens every year. Expo Latino is happening in Princess Island Park on the eighteenth to twentieth. Carafest, 18th to the 20th as well, Shaw Millennium Park. And finally, Chinatown Street Festival on August 19th. So those are a lot of events happening this month. So okay. for those And Chasing Summer is also this weekend, but that's a little bit that's out of town, right? No, mm-hmm. it's in, it's in uh, um, Maxwell. Maxwell Arena starts tomorrow and Sunday, but that's, if you're not, don't have tickets by now. It's probably not going to happen. Thanks, man. Well, hey, I just wanted to... What kind of artists go to that one? Uh, it's like a it's like a rave vibe. Like Zed, okay. Zed is going Tiesto. Some big, pretty big headliners this year. I think uh, not this year. Shaq, like DJ Diesel, was oh, here last year. <laughs> so I mean, I big D's. I don't know how verified he is yet, but um, oh, he's blue chip. He is blue chip. <laughs> um, we got some current events for you here. Uh, Alberta's United Conservative government is announcing a pause on all approvals of large renewable energy projects. In a statement this morning. The government says it will stop approving all wind and solar power projects greater than one megawatt effective immediately. I wonder wow. why. I wonder why. And I wonder well. if that's going to hurt like the real estate market if people can't uh, migrate here for jobs. Mm-hmm. Well, that um, that holds a small percentage of the mm-hmm. jobs that yeah. are available here. We talked about it a few weeks ago how there's actually a tech company that's here now that's going to offer about 300 jobs. So yeah, I don't think that'll affect the jobbing too much. I'm just more curious why they would put. So am I, especially if with re- renewable we'll, energy. We'll keep our eye on it. Yeah, we'll talk about it later um, as we get updates. The next one here, it's kind of funny. I saw this live last night. There's a tornado warning uh, for Environment Canada uh, around 6:30 p.m. for Southern Alberta or South Central Alberta. Sorry, it is in place for about an hour and a half. The storm is first spotted over the Ochis 203 First Nation, and then was tracked as it moved towards Elder Flats at 40 kilometers an hour. Later, slowed to thirty kilometers an hour as approach Buck Lake. So there's but pretty, the, the warning's off now. The warning is off. I was I was sitting at home and I got a thing on my TV and I was kind of scared because I hate tornadoes. Not that I've ever been in one, but if I was, <laughs> I'd be scared. Tornadoes. Yeah. lot today, but yeah, exactly. And then last one here is Canada wide. It's called the Big Backyard Bio Blitz helps conservation efforts. Uh, this week brings a great chance for Calgarians to give Mother Nature a helping hand. It doesn't take a lot to pitch in uh, to be a part of this uh, big backyard bio blitz. It's an event organized by the Nature Conser- Conservation of Canada, helping the agency's efforts to collect information on wildlife and work toward preserving habitat for at-risk species. Precipitants, participants, holy, I can't talk today. Participants <laughs> are encouraged to catalog and take photos of things like insects and birds in their yards and beyond. The big backyard bio blitz runs from Thursday, October third to Sunday, October seventh. So that's a cool initiative. Something anyone well. across Canada can get in touch with, and it's the yeah. NCC, the Nature Conservancy of. I have a lot of birds in my backyard. I want to participate. Hey man, get you you'll get uh, you get on there. I will, hundred <laughs> percent. Nice. Well, that's a quick recap, as always. Quick update on what's happening in town. Not only real estate, but anything YYC. So we hope you've got a little, little tidbit there. But now on to the exciting part. We would like to welcome one more time, uh, Courtney Austin here, uh, one of the 
prominent real estate agents here in town. So Courtney, please introduce yourself and tell everyone uh, who you are. And the first question for you would be, what brought you into real estate and wanting to become a real estate agent? Um, not well, I wanted to be in real estate for a long time. Never really had the initiative to look into it. I had another job that was more than full time, wasn't paying me great. Um, and I had a really bad day at work one day and I looked on Indeed and saw an assistant listing, um, applied for it and ended up getting into real estate. So wow. never looked back. Well, yeah, you're doing, doing great. We worked together for a long time and I hope we continue to work together. So do you have any uh, cool stories you want to share about real estate or is there something that stands out in your in your uh, career so far in real estate? <laughs> something that you uh, didn't expect it to be like? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, there's always the, the experiences that you would think that realtors don't experience these things the things that happen like you go to a showing and there's still a guy there he's standing there in his underwear or whatever like yeah. the, the people you encounter in this industry is like it's a lot yeah yeah so you gotta you gotta be a people person i think you gotta know how to handle like various different scenarios um i've had people ask me do i have to be like social like yes you have to be social to be <laughs> yes in this job um and you have to know different personalities and how to handle different scenarios. But yeah, I mean, I, I went to a showing, um, there's been various different times. Like I went to a showing one time, like I was standing there literally eating popcorn in his Speedo underwear as I was showing my client the place. I'm like, okay, let's go. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've done showings after like a frat party where like you can't walk through because there's beer cans everywhere. But those are the odd ones, like you get, doesn't usually happen but you do encounter it it's, yeah and it's almost expected because we our job is to walk into the most private part of someone's life their yeah. home mm -hmm. right? mm -hmm. we're totally. not we're not selling cars and yeah. you know this is somebody's home right that's why i think show-ins and new builds and like people that have owned the place for a while are so different and so funny because a new building no one's ever been in there it's clean there's no personal items it's staged yeah. mm -hmm. then you go into someone else's and it's completely like you said oh, their yeah. life and their there's personal belongings these funny pictures like I forget who was telling me, uh, someone on our show said they like walked in and they had like a, like a sculpture. Justine. Like, oh, Justine. Justine. They had like a sculpture, like a something. Amazon man. Something explicit on the thing and it was in the yeah. pictures and they're like, oh, I wonder yeah. if the tenant planted this or if it yeah. was actually a thing. So I think that's pretty Yeah, it's their but... private space and how they express themselves. Yeah. Like I've seen explicit boudoir pictures of the homeowner on the walls. Oh. Like, mm -hmm. Not everybody wants to take those down for people to show the house. Yeah, but uh, for, for everyone out there um, that's considering selling your home and if you're worried about these things, mm -hmm. we do offer services that we blur any personal photos out totally. for all the photos that are online, your family photos, yeah. your personal photos. So you don't have to kind of remove things from the wall. It's more for the actual showings. Exactly. When you go, they can't blur out in real life. No, but right? I'm like, saying for the majority yeah. of people are looking at yeah. your property online before they would want to go see it in person. Mm -hmm. And then you just have that conversation or put in the private notes, like please disregard a few things or a mess or something like that. Yeah, right? and I will say, I think those instances where, you know, somebody's still home for the showing or, you know, the things that I was talking about before, it's usually communication error mm -hmm. between the professional and the homeowner, right? right. You wanna make sure that they're aware of what's going on in the showing and 
they're well informed, and if that's not happening, then that's where those those um, experiences take place. So. Yeah, yeah. And I feel like as far as like us, um, we don't judge when we go into people's homes. We understand that people are going through all different kinds of things. Yeah. So right. if you feel like you're gonna have your realtor walking through your home, they're gonna judge you for everything. At least in our team, in our group, and Courtney as well, we will not be judging you, no. right? No. We're there to help you, and mm -hmm. we'll take on. If anything, it's a laugh. I think it's yeah. a laugh. I get a I get a chuckle out of funny things I see in showings. Like it's. Keeps my day interesting for sure. Yeah. But um, big F Trudeau everywhere. Like yeah, <laughs> yeah, there's, a, that a lot. there's a couple yeah. of those. Oh yeah. We live in Alberta. Yeah, yeah. we do live. Yes. That's we great. were talking yesterday about how now that we're sitting here talking about like sellers specifically in their homes and their personal items. So it's also important for a seller to understand that they should do a walkthrough before they give their property up. Yeah. Just to make sure things that um, the buyer will then see during their walkthrough before possession. For example, if they have so many things all over the wall and they don't want to move them until they're ready to actually get out, then is there going to be substantial damage to the walls? Is that in the contract? Is that written in there? So it's always good for the seller to be moved out a few days before the possession even yeah, to then be able to tackle and handle any issues that the buyer would identify during their pre-possession walkthrough. Yeah. Little things like we're missing this or... There's a lot of damage and holes in the wall from removing like a TV mount, for example. So not only does a buyer have to do a walkthrough, um, I urge sellers to also do a walkthrough with your selling agent um, just to be prepared to avoid any holdbacks. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. What's everyone got going on? Talk about our listings, anything coming up. Courtney, you want to start? You got anything in the mix? You guys are throwing me in there today. <laughs> That's what we do to our guests. Yeah. yeah. This is the way it goes. Put them on the spot. Yeah. Yeah, I have some. I live and work primarily in Cochrane. I work all over. Um, but I have some buyers in Cochrane right now. Yes. looking for, for um, a home. Um, they're getting their pre-approval in place and have a couple yeah. listings coming up down the line. Um no numbers to put to that yet so yeah, yeah. the one listing is going to be coming up in river song it is detached double car garage right opposite the high school so super good location um yeah do you have a price in mind for that one river song um not quite yet i haven't had the chance to talk to the client so okay yeah. um i do but yeah, yeah. <laughs> in the air probably yeah. just like Throw me there, yeah. yeah just yeah, like yeah. me when i have a number and i'm ready to list and then Sellers always want to try to go for top dollar in the beginning and agree with you that they'll do a reduction later. Like mm -hmm. we're experiencing that a lot. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of sellers are still thinking this is, um, you know, the market we were in a year ago, mm -hmm. a year and a half ago. So they're they're expecting fifty to one hundred thousand more than actually what today's price will get them. Totally. So we we are as agents, I understand, getting into a little more difficult negotiations when we are ready to list. Mm -hmm. So um, just yeah. just understand your value. And sometimes understand it's okay sometimes to not take a listing if you feel it's going to sit there and it's it's overpriced. So. Mm -hmm. yeah, but there's still that feeling in the market that things are going to fly, right? So if you do price it right, people understand. Even even the last uh, the court the deal Courtney and I had, right, mm -hmm. the one that's going to be closing soon, the first offer was way above asking, mm -hmm. right? So if you price it right, things are going to sell. People are going to see that though they're going to be urgent to put in a good offer, so you accept it right away, so you're not fighting with other people. So. Yeah. It's super important to price it right. Yeah. And that's where we have to just do our job and educate this and relay this to the seller, right? Be like, do you want to hang on the market for a long time, high price? Do you want to list aggressively um, with the strategy of competing offers day one? Or do you want to 
listed exactly where you should be and sell in the average of 20, 21 days, which is the average right now. Mm-hmm. So, you know, give them those three options, right? Because that's the thing as well. Like, you got people that in this market, super low inventory. We all know that. So they price mm-hmm. quite a bit higher and then it sits there and then buyers come along. They're wondering why it's sitting there on the yeah. market, right? And yeah. it's a perfectly fine house. At this point, the sellers will like to drop, but it's not the price of that's yeah. a deterrence. It's 100%. the days on market. So you have to I, I had that example this morning. I have a showing booked on Saturday in the cellar. It looks good in pictures. It's in a nice neighborhood. It's, it's new, like 2017. But he's like, why has it been on the market for 43 days? And I'm like, nothing I can see on the MLS shows why it is mm-hmm. been on the market for so long besides the price. I think it's going to be overpriced. So, I mean, in a way, as a buyer, like that's it can be good because... Um, if you go to an overpriced listing that's been on the market for a numerous days, you don't know if the seller needs to sell. So maybe you can kind of undercut that price a bit. But on the listing side, uh, being overpriced is, is not a good thing for sure. Mm-hmm. Seb, what do you got going on? Um, the flip is on the market. A couple the flip of, is on the market. That's on less, market. I, I deserve some like, yeah. we've been talking about that for 20 episodes. <laughs> it's the 20th episode and we finally it's on the market. For yeah. those that don't know, it's Seb's flip. Shiraz Anwar is the listing agent by controversy. Should have been me. No, I'm just Should kidding. have been both of Should have been both. No, I'm just kidding. But that's on the market. So we're excited for you, Seb. That's thank good. you. Thank you. Summer yeah, Seb so is back. Summer Seb is, uh, is here. Um, <laughs> well, you're, <laughs> you're not partying. <laughs> no, no, I'm chilling. I'm wearing sandals right now. <laughs> I'm having a good time. Summer Seb. Summer Seb. But no, I got to- <laughs> Those toes are in the market. <laughs> those toes are on the market. Um... <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, yeah, no, just a few possessions coming up and uh, expecting a listing later this month if everything goes well with the builder. And um, yeah, that's what I got going on, Zach. Nice. Auburn Bay is soon. It's, I don't want to say next week because I, don't, I can't confirm, but Auburn Bay, a uh, nice detached house, uh, about 2,500 square feet, going to be around 800K is coming. So I don't have the exact date. She's just doing some moving, cleaning up. A very nice uh, lady who just wants everything to show well, which is obviously, I appreciate that. So we're waiting for that. Um, had a possession yesterday. Uh, went super smooth, which is always nice. Um, and I got possession on August 17th. So uh, we'll be good to come. And then besides that, I got some buyers doing some showings. I love doing showings in the summer. Everyone's all excited and want to get into a house before the, the cold months. So there's a bit more urgency on things uh, on my end and on theirs too. So. Uh, it's it's nice. been good keeping busy for sure. Awesome. Yes, sir. Yeah, showings are way better in the summer. Oh yeah. yeah. No, it's everyone's happy. Taking out the lockbox and snow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. No, exactly. I have uh, the Chestermere listing still there. We did a price reduction. Um, I have the Seb's Penbrook one. I have a pending in Keynote Building, and I do have a new listing coming up live, hopefully this Friday. Um, as long as I get all the information, it's a commercial one. It's a liquor store uh, downtown. Um, do nice. commercial listings and a lot of confidentiality. We don't. We do not disclose the address on the listings a lot of times. So I might be listing it as a one, two, three Liquor Street. Uh, so that's kind wow. of that's kind of how you list. Yeah. Okay. You want to keep it kind of discreet. So. And why is that? So so that um, customers, loyal customers, and even potential buyers, especially with commercial, they try to unfortunately go direct and go around mm-hmm. the realtor and it being listed. So a lot of times they'll try to go directly to the seller. So to avoid all that and a lot of traffic because everyone sees the address and the photos online, they want, especially for commercial where you need to sign NDAs and disclose all the financials. 
um, it becomes a very much more of a confidential sale. That's fair. Yeah. Um, sorry, not, yeah, confidential sale. So, so as long as I get everything from my clients, they're getting. Uh, they've been busy the last two days getting everything for me ready. So I'll be listing it at about three hundred and fifty thousand, and I can share that it will be three fifty. It's in downtown. Sales are around nine hundred thousand per year, and it's in a very very trendy location. And their one and only competition is going to be. Uh, tear down that entire building is going to be tear down so essentially in one year's time there will be no competition for them nice. so i imagine their sales to be in the million and more mark mm -hmm. going forward so any savvy investor somebody that can run a liquor store it only requires two employees maybe three if you want but um yeah it should be okay 350 yeah that's yeah. awesome that's cool so i have that and a couple new buyers i got but uh <coughs> One is a townhouse buyer, one's a condo buyer. So. Yeah. Do you have any advice for someone potentially looking to buy a commercial spot here in Calgary, whether it's a business or a? Uh... My advice to them would be if they, it, it's two things. Do they want turnkey, or are do they have their own business model, business name, and plans? Where then, I would urge them and suggest if they can, get a brand new, you know, brand new commercial plaza, take an empty bay, and start their start their business there because as same as residential when you when you acquire an existing business an existing location there can be more upkeep and more issues that you might be on the hook for yeah so no different than if i sell you a house that's 10 15 years old versus i sell you a house that's brand new you know you're kind of living uh and enjoying carefree for about yeah, a decade sure. right so i would ask that question first mm -hmm. so I, I can't really give advice uh, vaguely it has to be what this client. Yeah. 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 So. Why are you trying to buy a liquor store? We'll see. Three twenty-five for 325. you. <laughs> Thank you. Wait, wasn't three fifty? Yeah, for you three twenty-five. Oh man, thanks so much. <laughs> <laughs> if the Pembroke one sells fast, we might do it. I'll buy a liquor store. Corny, what has been your? We talk about this quite a bit. How there's many different avenues. We do. I already know what you're going to say. I know what you're going to say already. Many different <laughs> avenues of prospecting, right? And to each their own. People mm -hmm. find their strengths. Mm -hmm. So there's cold calling, there's door knocking, there's open houses, there's, there's bus social signs. media, there's bus signs. Uh, having your own listings and getting people contact you directly from listings. Like, what has been your biggest avenue or most um, lucrative avenue for prospecting for mm -hmm. clients? I mean, listings is everybody's goal, right? But it's. You don't just get listings, it's how to get there, right? So um, last year, I really prospered on cold calling. 75% of my deals came from cold calls. So um, this year I've had a completely different experience. So it's always been like that in-person in interaction, face-to-face, -face, getting to know people. Um, that's been, been most of my clients, but, and maybe that just comes from personal growth and gaining confidence and, being more comfortable interacting with people and really getting to know what they're looking for, right? Yeah. It's just, I think everybody presents themselves differently in different scenarios, but cold calls, um, I haven't had a ton of success from door knocking. I've met, I've met great people from door knocking, haven't closed anything from it. Um, but yeah, cold calls at open houses, I find are, have been my success. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. You're the, you're good at open houses. Yeah. Though. This like, yeah. she's legit. Yeah. yeah. She's I learned cold calling for her. Yeah. 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 She's, we got a lot of good advice from her for sure. Even like yeah. the way you can um, mark yourself is, is you. pretty admirable. So yeah, I like, I like people. Like that's why I got into real estate. I remember when I started, 
I had somebody ask me, they came up to me and they said, so why'd you get into real estate? Is it because of the money? And I kind of, I kind of was taken aback and I paused because I had no idea there was money in real estate, right? Like I came from a job where I was barely making 40 grand a year. My hours were way more than full time. Um, what was that I, job? I'm just curious. You don't have to. Oh, they don't have to. Don't yeah. I signed, I signed an NDA. So. All good, yeah, all good. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, it sucked. Yeah. Anyway, it sucked. Um, well, yeah, to do back, was, to do more than full yeah. time, yeah, yeah, 40K, I mean, yeah. I'm sure. Okay. Less we, than 40K. Right? In real estate, you can have one month that's 40K. Yeah, yeah, yeah the, the opportunities are endless. So when wow. I got asked that question, I was just like, I just said, no, it's just, I like people. I like interacting with people. I worked in service for almost 10 years. Um, and I liked homes and I, I didn't think about yeah. the money aspect at all. So, um, I mean, I know you, I've watched your rise episodes. You talk about like the uphill climb starting real estate. Mm-hmm. So it's not all like sunshine and rainbows, like everybody yeah. says. But when I got that first paycheck, I was like, wow, yeah. there is a bit of money. But then like you were saying, you pay off your, your debts and your, your education costs and you kind of build up. Right. But yeah, it's, I think that's, that's the big thing. You got to figure out why you're getting into real estate, why you like it. And it's not. <coughs> because you enjoy the social interaction, you care about people. Yeah, for sure. I think sure. you're in it for the wrong reasons, and that's yeah. just the me. Well, I think you, you can tell, <laughs> sorry, you can tell um, when you deal with other agents who are in it for money, who are in it for people. Totally. Oh, okay. yeah. Yeah. 100%. You can like see it in their eyes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and the way, yeah. They, the way they talk to you, and the way they do deals with you, and the mm-hmm. way they, they they deal with their clients, and I've heard stories on either side of, there's reasons why people don't go, don't go back to their agent they had because mm-hmm. they thought it was it was, a, it was a money grab. Yeah. And then there's people that go back because it was personal. And I feel like we've really tried to build that um, on our show is talk about with all our guests. is like, it's more than like the job. It's mm-hmm. more than the, the, we don't have a nine to five, but it's more than what you do, uh, what, what you're supposed to do. It's what you do after mm-hmm. for the clients that, you know, to help them out in any way you can. So. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we we always talk about priding ourselves on going over and above and being like there for our clients if they choose to finally give us the green light and represent them. We go over and above and kind of provide services that most agents won't provide. Right? Yeah. Do do anything to help them throughout the process. Right? Yeah, for sure. So, because um, I mean, like at the end of the day, everybody's home search is different, right? Mm-hmm. Some people are looking for homes for a month. Some people are looking for a week, and others are looking for three months, maybe even more. You're spending yeah. a lot of time with that person. So getting to know them is extremely important. Right. So, and and if you as a realtor, you don't care, they're going to pick that up real fast. Oh yeah. Yeah. Very true. And there's no successful business or business person if they're not passionate about that business. So yeah. um, touching on what you said, it's like you enjoy homes as, as I do. Like mm-hmm. I can't, I don't get bored of driving to neighborhoods and looking at all the houses, even from yeah. the outside and then going inside. Like yeah. see, I could see a dozen houses a day, but because that doesn't bore me, uh, you know, this is a, it doesn't sometimes feel like a job. Your passion yeah. is mm-hmm. always going to be there. Yeah. If you don't get bored of it. And Find fun in what you're doing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, and they're all different because same street, even if it's the exact same model of a house through a builder, it's going to be day and night inside. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Different, so. Yeah. The thing I love about it is there's obviously investors and stuff that buy a lot of homes every year and stuff, but I think it's it's really cool when someone trusts you, like a first time home buyer, or like someone who's gonna have a family home, like that's that's somebody's biggest purchase of their entire life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the fact that they're gonna give you the the reins to go and, and trust you and like it's a pretty big honor to have. Like I, there's a lot of pride in your job, but 
having someone's kind of big financial decision of their life in your hands and doing well with it and, and pleasing yeah. them is a big, a big good, it's a good feeling to have. Yeah, it's like, that, that's where you're going to get a lot of referrals. Yeah. yeah. Well, and you think of helping that person their first purchase and, and that big, big thing in itself. And then 10 years later or five years later, they come back to you, they have another little kid and their family's going another room. They have a new job. They yeah. have all this other experience and, mm -hmm. and you know the person. It's really cool to see the growth. There's a lot more to it than just. Yeah. Buying and selling homes. Right, right for sure. Mm -hmm. It's a people industry. Well, we've all been invited to like, I've invited barbecues and yeah. dinners and family events and parties. Yeah. Like just like people that, if you do someone, they, they include you in their life and it's a cool, you gain new friends, new clients or new friends. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you were going to say something? Um, yes, but I forgot. Right. <laughs> Summer seven, the flip flop. It's all right. You understand? Yeah, sir. Is there any questions you have uh, at all for us, by chance? Any, any questions? Um, what made you guys want to start this? How did I want to know the whole story of beginning to end? How you decided? It was a cold, stormy this. day. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, yeah, I guess you're asking say it best. Um, <laughs> sure. Sam doesn't want to say it. So uh, this is something I wanted to do for myself for a long time. And uh, starting a podcast on your own is, is very, very difficult. So I kind of put it on the back burner and always thought about it, always listened to podcasts, thought it could really help and go hand in hand with getting your name out there in social media with real estate and stuff. Mm -hmm. So after I met Zach and Sebastian and got to know them personally on the team, that's when the light went off and I said, that idea I have in the back of my mind can now come into fruition. So I had a meeting with the two of them. We had a sit down. We... We had that fun day, remember, where we had a list of we what sat, what means. We sat in the room. So we have a we have an office at a, a Regis building. So it's a small little office, and we sat there. We couldn't find the name. We like we were, it, so like, and then and then it came, and I figured everything. Was I remember you. it came. We were debating and arguing over it, right? Because it's yeah. like, this is the name. And you're like, this is the name. And you're like, this is the name. And then so what were we, the other we all got, there was a lot. There I was still a lot. have the, there I still was, actually have the. There was a lot. So this is how it happened. Like we were, <laughs> we were like almost done, like getting frustrated. So then I just like looked over at Zach and I was just like, hey Zach, I heard you started a new podcast. Yeah, I did. What's it called? Why was he real estate show? Just like that. Born. <laughs> it was born. Yeah. Yes. Yes. No, it was, yeah, I mean, same, he's right. Same kind of thing. Like I'd always start, thought I was starting like a sports podcast, but again, mm -hmm. like I didn't have, one, I didn't know how to do it. Fit like with all the technology, cause I'm terrible yeah. at that. Two, I had nobody I could trust to be consistent. Yeah, shout out to, <laughs> Jamie and Seth. Yeah, we Jamie's a reference of Joe Rogan. <laughs> um, but I had nobody that I could rely on. Like we did a stat on the podcast last week. It's like ninety-five percent of podcasts don't make it to twentieth episode. And so here so we, this is a big episode. For and us, here yeah. we are. Can we read these? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> do you guys want yeah, yes, I do. Okay, so <laughs> making moves. <laughs> the real estate experience. The real estate tripod. So there's three of us. Oh, ABC that. real estate. I should have comment that. No, I'm just. Why? see real estate insiders. The 403 real estate. 403 real estate podcast. And then we got frustrated and I asked him, "What's your podcast called?" And he said, "It's the YYC real estate show." Yes. Yeah. It's good. Simple. It is. Like it is. Yeah. Yes. I mean, one thing that I didn't expect was. Being able to connect with so many amazing people yeah. on this podcast. Yeah, yeah. that's been probably the most rewarding part. I think one of the breakthroughs that we had, and I, I got to give it to this guy this credit, is that I think at the start, we, I mean, I don't really remember if we decided, but it was going to be the three of us. But the fact we have added guests from basically the very beginning 
has like you said helped us meet so many mm-hmm. different type of people in the industry and like other other industries other really yeah. cool people like yeah, cool anything YYC of, and people you even know vaguely like we got to know so much more about them you know? oh like, 100% home inspectors other agents like, like Every, Courtney Courtney everybody at the cash and office that's yeah. come along their personal lives like diving deep John Candice Brennan yeah. yeah no we're gonna be here at 65 years old yeah, yeah. episode 950,000 <laughs> 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 yeah, I hope so I yeah. mean we are enjoying it and uh, if you enjoy it that's that's all that really matters pass that podcast yeah. on to your kids yeah. we'll see we'll have we'll more men on yeah. I'm not having kids so yeah that's what I said oh just kidding um, that's another <laughs> remember that's another conversation for another episode, episode. Yeah. Yeah. that's yeah. called the why we say real stress show after dark after dark yeah after dark um no, I think it's great what you guys are doing. And I was kind of curious because you have three very different personalities. Anybody that knows you guys, you both bring such different energies to the table and it really works when you're sitting here. So. No, it's true. But that is how it works. You yeah. need all three. We, right? yeah, each other, yeah. we challenge each other. We compliment each other. We get mad at each other. Yeah, we every give day. credit to each other. <laughs> Tell awesome. Seb when his hair is out of place. It's been really good. Shout out Seb's new haircut. There you go. Thanks. Shout out your barber, Seb. Shout out to the... What'd you ask for? The Ellen? The Ellen? I think this is actually called a bro flow. And <laughs> bro, wow. I have no idea. Wow, bro. Dang, that was a dig. <laughs> dig it. All right. Uh, you want to uh, talk uh, anything personal? You want to talk about hockey at all? Or? Uh, no, I don't. You like hockey? No, I, no, I, no we, we talked about it last episode. Um, I'm going to be continuing real estate um, with referrals and, and doing my client stuff and my videos. But I'm going to play hockey in Montana at the university. So I'm excited about that. Um, it's kind of been something I've been doing since I was two years old. So the fact that I can still do it, um, I ended my last year of junior last year thinking that I was done and I got a good offer that I basically couldn't refuse. So I'm pumped about that. Only be gone for six months. So in the summer, I will be back doing real estate full time. Um, I'm excited to learn about the U.S. market down there. I'm going to have a realtor on my team that I already know of that is doing real estate in Montana. So that'll be cool. Um, besides that, uh, I'm just getting ready, uh, kind of back in the summer grind, went from relaxing and working in the summer to kind of going on the ice every day again. So it's been nice. I love it. So the, the minute I get up and don't want to go on the ice, I'll quit, but it hasn't come to that day yet. So it's good. Um, another thing I did want to talk about actually when we were talking about the podcast was uh, we've gotten some new subscribers. Me and Seb mm-hmm. talked about uh, yesterday. We got what three new haters too. So thank yeah. you. You know you made it when you got haters. So I'm thrilled. We liked all their comments. It was awesome. Um, but we do have new subscribers. So uh, <laughs> thankful to everybody that watches this, uh, supports the Instagram, uh, the TikTok, uh, the YouTube. Um, it obviously helps us keep motivated to to keep this thing going. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm glad you uh, dwelled into that as it's very personal. So yeah. thank you for sharing yeah, of that course. your personal life. And, and I was hoping you would dwell into it because that was kind of a segue for me to to explain. Like um, if you guys watched our previous episode when I was in the Dominican, um, me starting to trade in real estate there and invest personally in real estate there is uh, directly related um, actually to his decision. Because we were talking because we've become so close about taking that leap and making that yeah. decision and taking the chance on something that may not be there in the future. So I kind of took that to this opportunity in front of me and was like, I should just put my fears aside and just try it so that I don't have any regrets yeah. down mm-hmm. the road that what if and why didn't I try? So yeah, I'm trying it and we'll talk more about it as the episodes go on and I might be there again uh, next week. 
doing some real estate there. So I might have another episode down there for you guys next week. Um, yeah. Courtney's done the same thing. Courtney's taken a new leap in the last week. Mm-hmm. She's stepping out and, and taking things on. And it's, it's amazing to see. Sad is doing the same thing. He has his flip. He's done with that. He's moving on to bigger and better and more things there. Seb's already um, international. He does exactly. real estate in yeah, Mexico. Yeah, Seb's everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Seb's everywhere, so. Yeah, no, this has been great. Courtney, yeah, let's, where can people reach you? Huh? Where can people reach you? Where can people reach me? Um, via cell phone. Nice. Number, phone number? 587 896 Okay. Um, or Courtney at Hodgson My website's Hodgson as well. And Instagram? Um, Courtney Hodgson Realtor. Courtney.Hodgson.Realtor. We will put all the tags and everything in, yeah. in the description for everybody. But uh, yeah, yeah, please Sorry. reach out to, to Courtney for sure. Yeah. Cochran especially. Yeah. yeah, of course. Any any last uh, questions? I was, was going to ask share? you guys. Yeah. So when you guys are having those days, like real estate's so up and down. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing I think people don't talk about enough. Um when you are having those days where you're not really feeling like a social person or you're not feeling motivated, what do you do? Or even not in real estate, right? It all kind of comes together as one. For me, I, I spend that time to myself and I make a point and these guys know that, that I, I'll, I'll just always have leave the morning with my gym bag ready so that anytime throughout my day, because we're self-employed, if I end up getting a two hour window, a three hour window, I will go to the gym and I make a point to leave my cell phone mm-hmm. in, like I do not take it with me. Pumping. I've been trying to tell these everyone that I know, including Zach and Sebastian, to get into that habit because then it is truly time to yourself. Sure. And because um, I, we all see those people at the gym with, on their phone, mm-hmm. kind of, and you don't even realize mm-hmm. you're kind of like, you're not going at it hard enough as you should. You're not pushing yourself. Yeah. If you're there and your mind's on a message and sending a message, getting back to your reps and waiting for a reply. Like, yeah, yeah. So I do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of times, like it happened to me yesterday, you know, I had a big gap between my appointments and I had like three hours, um, but I had to get to the south. So I didn't want to go to the gym and try to battle rush hour traffic to go to the south. So I got down there early in that area, went to a cafe, did a few phone calls, emails, but then that only killed 30 minutes. So I walked around the neighborhood, said hello to a few people walking their dogs, but it's like, I was getting down. I was like, man, you know, I have like an hour and a half to wait for my clients. And I was kind of getting down. My energy was kind of getting down. It was near the end of the day and you get a little fatigue. But for me, it's like as soon as I see the clients and they wave and they have a big smile on their face, all of a sudden I'm back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All that one hour being like alone, figuring out what yeah. to do with my time. As soon as my clients are there, um, it's it's no problem. I, my energy's yeah. right back up. So so thank you to my clients. Like yeah. they're a big pickup and keep me motivated yeah. as well because they're there for me, right? Yeah. They're, they've given their time for me to help them. So yeah, mm-hmm. I'd say I'd say I have four, and it's not, four sounds like a lot, um, but it's really not. Uh, one would be the gym, kind of personal time, but the gym is huge for me. Um, my second would be my mom. I can hang out with my mom. She kind of plays mm. my head. Uh, the third thing, I know, whatever. Uh-huh. Shout out, Brenda. The, Brenda! The, the Brenda. Um, but uh, the third thing uh, would be actually uh, reading some client uh, reviews that I've had that I've done a good job and like, kind of remembering like I'm helping people. And the fourth one would be I still have, and this sounds kind of whatever, but I have a, a two-week pay stub from my old job and a paycheck from my new job and I can look at them and I, you know, I look what, what I did for that small paycheck and the grind and the... Hard labor. And the hard labor and the, the, how much I hated my literal life 
And then I look at this and say, it's worth it. And that's kind of yeah. push. And I also am a big believer in, in like what kind of ties all that in is like, there's a lot other people that are in a lot worse position than I am. So if I've had a bad day, it's yeah. not really that bad. Um, so that kind of, that kind of perspective. Exactly. And yourself, Courtney? So, um, yeah, I think it's great to hear what you guys are saying because I wanted to get some advice. But I think for me, I try to, like how I wake up in the morning and the first even hour to two hours of my day and how what I'm doing is so important. And I think it's that's me trying to be proactive rather than reactive and nice. respond to a negative thing. Whereas if I'm waking up and I'm feeling that I'm doing the right things, then it just shouldn't happen, right? And it'll help my coping mechanisms a lot more. So I, I cherish my me time, especially when you're in an industry where you're talking all the time. Don't get me wrong. I love that. I'm such a social person. Yeah. I love chatting to people. Um, but I just really try to make sure, like I value my time and what I'm mm -hmm. doing. And I try to make sure it's always something productive and, <coughs> and healthy. Nice. So try to avoid sitting around and I mean if that's your coping mechanism then teach them right? yeah 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 of but course so it's a strict schedule for you like up yeah. and them in the morning and yeah I would say so like try to really schedule my weeks and what she's saying is no cool, it's true it's true like, like, yeah, yeah. your first five minutes and your last five yeah. minutes of the day are very very important yeah. And if you're any of my friends, you ask them, if, if I get a late call from one of my friends, I'll always answer the phone. But mm -hmm. if they start asking me questions about what's what, I'm like, I don't answer them. Yeah, I shut yeah. down mentally yeah. Yeah, past, yeah, yeah. you know, 9 p.m. at night. If you're asking me what I'm doing the next day, I'll say, I don't know, because I've written it down and I know what I'm doing. But I'm, I'm, I'm shutting yeah, down for yeah, the night. Right? So, mm -hmm. And yeah. it, make sure you get a good night's sleep. Yeah. Like, no, 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 no. Yeah. But it's true. Like, sleep is good. Yeah. <laughs> Sleep is good. Now he's finally well, getting it back after three yeah, months. Yeah. Sam, what about you? Uh, for me, um, you can see it in his face. Like I know. He does. It's just yeah. The bags are starting to go away. Um, but no, for me, it's it's uh, the two things I like to do is one similar to Shiraz with the gym is actually allow myself to enjoy my off time. Right, like pr give myself permission pretty much to be like, this is you're just relaxing, having fun. Yeah. You know, taking me time or time with friends and family. Right. And the second thing is I do like to reflect a lot with my peers, right? With my fellow industry members. And, yeah. uh, and I feel like that helps me a lot, puts things in perspective for me. So yeah. mm -hmm. those are my big two things I like to do. Oh, yeah. Like nice. Well, thank you everyone for tuning in to another yeah. episode. Again, we are very, very excited and uh, honored to have Courtney on. Yeah. We hope mm -hmm. you come on for, for part me. two, three, four, and yeah. Yeah. as your career blossoms and this all is, of us. Yeah. So. Yeah. It was great being here. And yeah. Good. Chatting with you guys. Easier than you thought? Yeah. Pretty smooth, eh? I was, to be clear, I wasn't excited for this. Like, I hate, <laughs> yeah. I oh, hate okay. being on camera. I'm like, I, I haven't looked at this the first time I'm looking <laughs> yeah, at the camera. Yeah, I'm like yeah. in denial. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, no, it's, it's been awesome. So. Good. Awesome. Yo, thanks for coming. Thanks. And that is episode 20. So you made it past a 95% yep. fail rate. Yeah. So see you all next week. I might be here. Yeah. I might be down south, but we will see what the next 48 hours entails for me. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> nice. Stay tuned. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for watching.